Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters Money, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MissionMatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have William Rind on the line, and he's founder and CEO over at Granite Shares. Will, welcome to the show. Adam, thank you so much for having me. Great to be on. All right, so uh, I'm excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about the benefits of adding exchange-traded funds into a portfolio. Um, but before we do that, let's go a little bit further into what you're doing over at Granite Shares. Tell us a little bit more about your company, please. Sure, no, I'd be happy to. So Granite Shares, we're a money manager. We specialize in exchange-traded funds, so that's our business. Um, we create and manage ETFs. Um, we manage uh, just over a billion dollars, um, and we're a relatively new company, been around for three years. Um, but yeah, we focus on exchange traded funds. That's the business. First off, congrats. Um, let's not just uh, let's not just glance over that to raise a billion dollars in a fund that fast, three years. Um, that's a big accomplishment. Do- Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we, um, you know, it's, it's something that I mean, I hopefully the market uh, ultimately you know, rewards good ideas with capital. But um, we do actually, we manage a, a number of different strategies. Um, but overall, in terms of the aggregate number of assets, then yes, it's over a billion. So, um, Will, let's just jump into today's topic. So uh, the benefits of adding exchange-traded funds in a portfolio, I mean, there's a lot. We're, we have a 10 to 15-minute podcast episode. We're not going to be able to get to them all today. But that being said, let's get into some of the top few. So where do you want to start with that one? I think the the most important ones, and you know, this is something that I think is relevant to all investors. Is probably the number one reason why people buy ETFs is their low cost. So low cost is something that's relevant in our lives and all sorts of industries, whether it's grocery shopping or whether it's you know any kind of um, consumer goods. Everybody likes low cost, and investing is no different. Um, so probably the number one reason why people buy ETFs is that they're low cost, and we say low cost relative to mutual funds. So your average fee for an exchange-traded fund is typically less than half a percent per annum um, versus somewhere around one and a half percent plus for mutual funds. So there's a pretty significant difference. The other thing that people really like and is a, is a big benefit in my personal opinion is that the name is kind of a giveaway. Exchange-traded funds means that they are listed and traded on a stock exchange. So just like a regular stock. So instead of going out and buying shares of Apple, you can buy shares of an exchange-traded fund and get exposure to maybe um, you know, a number of different companies or a basket of bonds or gold or something. And you buy and sell them just as easily as you know, shares or stocks um, in your brokerage account. And so you can buy and sell whenever you want. That's another big benefit. And lastly, probably the other main thing, major thing that attracts people to ETFs is the tax efficiency. And they're considered to be more tax efficient um, than mutual funds because you don't typically get capital gains within the fund um, like you do uh, with mutual funds. So I'd say those are probably the top three um, in terms of, of ETFs. Uh, and that's why they're, they're a huge industry. Let's uh, let's talk about some, a little bit more about some of the ETFs and some of the things that you've created over at Granite Share. So how are you helping, like what kind of products have you created over the last three years that are helping investors? 
Yeah, a great question. I think the really what we try and do is orient our business um, offering three sort of sets of funds, if you will. So we focus on three particular investment areas. One is real assets, and real assets tend to be, um, for us, that's more commodities. And so we have gold, uh, so physical gold. Um, that's the, really the backbone of our business. That's our gold ETF, BAR, is the ticker code, uh, BAR. And then we have a broad commodity ETF and a platinum ETF, um, which is the same as gold, but just a different metal. So real assets is, is one. And we like real assets because that's um, an asset class which typically has a lower correlation to the equity and bond market, which most people own. So people like the fact that it's diversified um, and offers a different return profile. And then we have income. You know, everybody... Everybody looks for income. That's a, that's a huge category, as you know, especially with interest rates now at zero. And so the question is, you know, how to find a high level of income um, on a consistent basis. And our ETF HIPS, um, that's the ticker code HIPS, which stands for High Income Pass-Through Securities, is an ETF that does that. Uh, right now, it yields roughly about 10% um, per annum. And it does that by investing in what we call pass-through securities. Um, so pass-through securities would be things like REITs, uh, real estate investment trusts, uh, and um, master limited partnerships or MLPs. And then finally, the, the last thing we do is large cap equities at the core, but our twist on it is we're trying to provide um, an investment strategy that really um, looks out to or seeks to avoid um, companies that we think might underperform the market uh, through the lens of technological disruption. So we're trying to answer this question of, you know, technological disruption is a big forward-facing risk affecting all investors. You know, how do we, how do we invest in the future but avoid those companies um, we think are most likely to be disrupted? And so X out um, is our ETF that does that. And really what we're trying to do is take the largest uh, companies by market cap in the market, then eliminate or X out those which we feel are most likely to be disrupted by technology. No, it makes it makes a lot of sense. And I, when I when I always talking to people about ETFs, and they say, "Oh, Adam, should I, you know, should I add ETFs? Should I not add them to a portfolio?" And I say, "It's just the natural progression of things. You started with stock, individual stock, and then it, the market got more complex, and it got more efficient, and it became more expensive over time. To think about the idea of managing, you know, these, you know, hundreds of potential individual stocks in a portfolio to get a diversified mix. Then what? Then the then the mutual funds invented. Then what do we do there?" We take some of those stocks, we put it in a basket, and we charge a percentage. The original, you know, inefficiency of the mutual fund is that and why they had to charge so much and why there was that 1% or more um, fee was at one point due to the managers. I mean, every single day these had to be reconciled, and it has to be done every single day on the back end. It's further than the conversation of this podcast, but it's expensive, expensive to run a mutual fund. Then we have the advent of the, of the ETF. The ETF, the shares are made. They're out. They're trading on the public market. They're not being reconciled in the same manner that uh, that a fund manager had to do and report every single day. So they're more efficient. Doesn't take as much operationally on the back end. Some of that savings is passed on to the on to the uh, end user, which is the person that's purchasing the the ETF or the exchange traded fund. So now it's a win win uh, situation. So to me, it's just 
kind of like the evolution of where we're at now and whether uh, your portfolio should be all mutual funds, all ETFs. Obviously, you have to talk to your individual financial advisor to see what's a good fit for you and how all this stuff works in your in your personal financial situation. But the bottom line is, is that it's another tool and it's a great tool for many investors to use um, to really uh, to diversify their portfolios and to take advantage of some of that operational efficiency by saving some of those ex- that cost and expense ratio, which you um, so well explained, Will. Um, so, Will, that being said, if somebody is listening to this and they want more information on Granite Shares to find out a little bit more about your offerings and what you do, I mean, what's the best way for them to look that up and or to connect with your team? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we have a website. It's just graniteshares.com. So, all one word, granite like the rock, shares like shares.com. Um, and you'll see we have a chat uh, bot on the website. Um, we have a contact us page, obviously, where people can email us directly or call us. Um, but we're, we're very approachable and so uh, easy for people to uh, get questions answered or find out more information, um, not just what we do, but just in terms of investing more broadly. Fantastic. Well, we'll really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background um, and all the great work you're doing over at Granite Share. So congratulations. Um, wishing you much continued success. Um, getting to a billion in three years is awesome, number one. Um, but number two, it just shows that, you know, you're creating products that the market wants and you're doing it efficiently and you're doing it at a cost that they're willing to pay for and that and for in terms of the investment. So um, congrats on all of that. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, lean review on the on the uh, Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and uh, things that you're working on. And Will, thanks again for coming on the show. Adam, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you.